Hello, and welcome to the Nature Wise podcast. We're talking about ancient wisdom, natural intelligence, and the regenerative revolution with inspiring guests, tips, tools, and stories that reconnect you to nature's wisdom and your inner wisdom. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Let's get started. Hi, Poppy. Hey, buenos dias. To all of our friends out there, thank you for joining us for Shamanic Sundays. Um, If you want to put in the comments, we always love seeing where everybody's from. And if you have any questions or things about how you're feeling today that we can support you and let us know. Um, We did get a couple of really cool questions that came into us this week. So we're going to be sharing those. But um, First, we want to start in the spirit of sacred reciprocity, which um, is a key principle of of good shamanism and good way of being in this world from what I've been taught and seen. So Poppy, you want to lead us off in a prayer for this morning, prayer of gratitude? Yeah, well, I'm I'm thankful for you right now. Thank you. I'm thankful for you and all of our friends out there. And um, for Nicole and Mama San and everybody is supporting and helping make this happen. And thank you for everybody who's listening. Thank you for the, for the gift of this breath of life and this day, this opportunity of being alive to, to uh, wake up and, and wise up, remember the truth and who and what we are and be a channel for the healing light and love that we are through us to our family, community, and out into the world for the Mother Earth, for the healing of the sacred hoop. Oh. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for asking. So um, before we we just went live here, um, my dad started laughing as he, he, well, he laughed out loud and I said, what's so funny? And he said, I'm just, well, correct me if I'm misquoting you, but you said something around, I'm just laughing because I look at myself and I'm like, who's that old dude? And I used to look at like old people and, you know, be like, ew, and now here I am one of them. (laughs) And then, um, and then we were, I was sharing a memory of my grandma Ruth when she was in her late eighties. And and she said, it was so weird because she would like be, you know, walking down the sidewalk or in the house and catch a reflection of herself in a window or mirror. And she would be like, who's that old lady? Like, it just didn't feel like who she felt inside. Right. And then we were joking about my dog, who's like a German shepherd mix, but she's grown up with three little white cockapoo kind of mixed dogs. And so she gets scared when she sees herself in a mirror or reflection, presumably we interpret that to mean the same thing. Like she thinks she's a little white dog because that's what she's seen growing up, but she's actually this big black and brown shepherd. I'm going somewhere with all this. So it made me think of um, one of my um, dear friends, Shasta Nelson, who is a um, friendship expert, and she's just an amazing woman doing great work out in the world. And last week we were talking about changes and she said something about um, like change being the um, external shifting of something and transformation being the internal shifting. And that when the two parts are in alignment, that's when we feel like we're on our best path or in flow or, you know, on the right heart path, as you would say. So kind of just reminds me of all those parts of like what you feel on the outside versus what you feel on the inside. 
And I'm wondering, and I feel, I think a lot of us feel like that, like, oh, I'm not being my true self. Like if I really stepped into my true self or, you know, there's something that's not in alignment, right? So um, when we think about living love now and um, shamanic practices and bringing more healing into the sacred hoop of life, sacred web of life, um, my question is, are there some shamanic practices or principles that we could use to um, bring into alignment any like change or transformation that we're going through in our life is at this point? Mm -hmm. Well, as you started to speak, it triggered a memory for me that um, may, no guarantee, uh, be in response to what you just asked, but somehow it's connected. So let me just share that memory, actually, because I was I was in my meditation this morning and, and, and it came through to me, the medicine of this memory came through and said, don't forget it. So this is a vehicle of opportunity to honor that message that came through the dreaming and the message that came through the experience, which is the experience of my injured ankle from, I don't know, a month and a half ago, a couple of months ago. And it's almost all better now. So gratitude for that healing wisdom inside of me and all of us that knows how to yeah. heal tendons and ligaments and bones and everything mm -hmm. uh, but i was listening to I, I went deeper into okay so remember what the medicine of of that injury was so that that impacted you in so many ways for the, for, the, for these months and, and it's about 98 percent better now but still you know i'm still awareness of it uh that tenderness in my ankle and so the medicine of it rather than going into the whole story now because we don't have that much time is um the bottom line of it was don't let me just listen i gotta get this right don't let ego fear get in the way of doing what's the right thing for you to do and that there's a knowing wisdom inside of you that's deeper than intellect and deep, deeper than ego mind that knows uh, how to respond to whatever the, is happening in the external and internal environment in a way that, that has, uh, has the highest potential to open a doorway to bring through uh, fullest blossom and greatest good, something, something good that's going to serve you in your life through the challenge. So that instead of just being victim to the challenge, although we have to work through those feelings, we can get to the place of waking up and wising up and saying, hey, I've, I'm, I'm empowered with the next breath that comes in of life from from the mystery to uh, to use it to create what kind of response I want to have to what I'm feeling or what's going on in the field, my inner field, the external field, and that's uh, empowering. And it's also um, uh, it's basically saying you have the response ability, you have the ability to respond to the situation in in an infinite amount of ways. So so bring your consciousness to being present in the moment to listen to given what you value most, what's most important to you. How can I create a response to this situation that's in alignment and honoring of, of my deepest values and what I profess to believe in? So even when I'm feeling the stress or pressure or fear or anxiety or negativity or whatever it might be, I can wake up and remember it's not me and I'm connected to the infinite flow of the universe, wisdom, guidance, power of the universe, giving me the breath to create co-create with it right now that response to the situation and so the more i think i am in, in in touch with or or you or anyone 
with uh, that kind of uh, awareness, then, uh, then we're going to do what the medicine of my ankle injury said. We're not going to let ego fear about whatever the situation is stop us from doing what the deeper wisdom inside of us knows uh, is, is the right thing to do. Like in Hawaiian, honopono, do the right thing, honopono do the right thing. And there's a wisdom inside of us that knows what that is. And then when we listen to it, have the courage to act on that guidance, even though it might be uh, produce anxiety and fear because it's not in our ego's comfort zone. That's when we're living from our, our authenticity, our, our, our integrity, and bringing through the, the truth of who we are, walking our heart path. Oh, how oh. about that? So that's all good. And so what I'm hearing in given my question was about using shamanic principles to align the different parts of yourself. Yeah. Um, maybe there's some part of like not letting our ego get involved in keeping us stuck in that process, that alignment process. Yeah. So you're asking... Well, I was just trying to piece together that story yeah. and my question. <laughs> um, to string it out there, you got to put it together, make sense of it. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, I think there's a connection of um, when you go into a shamanic ceremony, there's a lot of letting go of ego. The more you try to hold on, the harder the ceremony is, right? So the letting go of ego is a part of shamanic practices right yep. and the more that you can do that then you can bring through more healing and if you can get your inner and outer selves and your images of who you are you think you should be on the outside compared to who you feel like you are on the inside when those can come into alignment or maybe by letting go of ego we can come into alignment more yeah, totally. yeah because ego's got it's like it, it, it's got like a rigid pattern yeah, uh, and it's identification, and when that rigid pattern might not fit appropriate or skillful or fruitful response to the situation that's going on, you're you're stuck in that pattern. So you're just, it's like the only tool you've got is the hammer, you know. And whatever the situation is, you pick up the hammer. But some situations require a screwdriver or an electric drill or whatever. So um, th that's what like ego uh, identification, identifying the totality of who and what we are as our ego is is an imprisonment it's a constriction it's a limitation it's like the, the, the tyranny of the, of the ego in terms of that imprisonment which then shuts us off to wisdom guidance that's always available to us about how to create a response to the situation the challenge that can open the doorway for good medicine to come through so uh, it's not that ego is bad uh, we need the ego, you know, to get across the street safely and brush our teeth. So, you know, our teeth don't rot out. So, but it's a, it's, it's a mentally constructed um, function. It doesn't exist except in our minds, and it's not the totality of who we are. So letting go of, uh, of, of identifying ourselves, the totality of ourselves as ego, uh, frees us up to be able to access the field of infinite potential and then the field of infinite creative wisdom power of the universe. Tune into that juice to see uh, how can I create a response to this challenge that's, that's working me so hard in a way that, that does bring through fullest blossom and greatest good for all. Just asking that question, uh, I think helps step out of ego identity. Yeah, yeah. 
<clears throat> so I know that, you know, one of the, the things you're not supposed to do to have a, you know, a relatively happy, joyful life is like, don't compare yourself to others. Right. But <clears throat> I think as, as humans, we often, you know, you're looking around and just, you know, observing things. Um, and, you know, the ego can get triggered for sure. Um, and, and I know there's a lot of people including, this is something I grapple with too, all the time. Like, what's my purpose? Why am I here? Um, and someone um, asked a question of, of you, like, how can you be patient with yourself as you're finding your purpose? And I think you're going to probably go into this ego thing again, but if you could maybe speak a little bit more about that, like, how can you be patient with yourself as you're finding your purpose? <laughs> I'm just laughing at you saying you think you know where I'm going to go. I should know. I should know better than that by now. <laughs> so uh, patience. I've spent a lot of patience because I think by nature, by my nervous system, whatever, is naturally impatient. It wants what it wants right now and immediately. And any any delay in that is like, we're going to war about this because I want it right now. I'm basically a little kid temper tantrum. So um, I've had to work on and continue to work with uh, cultivating uh, patience uh, for most of my life since I first woke up, you know, when I was 20 years old. Um, and so it took me into an exploration. So, so what is patience? What is that about? Well, as, as, as I examined it in terms of my own dynamics, uh, number one, it's, it's ego saying, it, 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 this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. Or my reptilian brain, uh, an animal body with its drives and needs saying, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. And the frustration or reactivity comes because it's not getting what it wants. You know? so um in the examination <laughs> yeah so in the examination of my own process uh, when i when i become aware of what's going on in the functioning between my ears there paying attention to it um uh, see well i'm putting my energy i've chosen on, on an unconscious level to put my energy into or let the energy run toward this this program that's pre creating uh, suffering and uh if I want to continue the, my experience of suffering, then keep putting it into that program. I want it to be different. It's not different. It's not the way I want it to be. I want it to be not different now. Mm. Impatient. Sorry, deeper than intellect and deep, deeper than he. Um, and so I so, said, well, what's the opposite of that? And if I don't want that suffering, um, I'd rather experience you know, something different than suffering right now. So to whatever degree I can, I can um, make a change in my state. I want to, I want to. That knows responsibility for it. How come it's? I don't know. Happen? That was weird. Yeah, it like doubled the audio for a second. Yeah. So, uh, so, so what I finish up here with that thought. So when I examine it deeper, so what is patience? Patience is surrendering, ego's timing to divine timing. Surrendering. To, say that again. Ego is surrendering. Ego. I mean, uh, patience, patience for me is surrendering my ego's timing, sense of timing, to spirit's timing, to divine timing. And so what helps, there's a mantra I use uh, working with that every morning is uh, if I want to shape shift uh, the, the state of uh, suffering to one of, of ease, of comfort, of, of joy in the moment of being alive and being able to see what I have to be thankful for and enjoying it. 
then um, I, I let go of that ego timing and and wake up to, and the acronym, the, the acronym is POT, P-O-T, divine presence, divine order, and divine timing. So it's a surrender into this, this the creative wisdom power of the universe that created this universe and gives me life and this earth and all, all, all of manifestation. Um, I think it's got a little more wisdom than me uh, and, and can and do a little more mojo than what I got going in terms of my ego identification. And it's been around a long time and it's maintaining itself pretty well in, in terms of its cycles and processes and doing amazing things here. So I'm going to I'm going to surrender to that wisdom. I'm going to surrender to the presence of that wisdom. That's the first letter of the acronym POT pot. You can play with it however you want divine presence and divine order. It's, it's in, in a way my ego doesn't like it, but there's divine order happening. There's divine presence happening and there's divine timing happening. So instead of creating suffering for myself, if the divine is present here, uh, let me open to it and its qualities of being and release and let go of the thought forms that, that were creating suffering and then open and receive that, that life force energy coming in and breathe in joy, peace, happiness. I'm able to uh, then be present in the moment transforming impatience to patience. Does that make sense? It does. And what if you don't believe in a divine presence? Then what? Well, then, uh, I mean, that's fine. You can believe in whatever <laughs> you want. Just, just remember that uh, uh, you know, beliefs are thoughts and what you're putting your thoughts into, your, your attention and, and what thoughts you're believing is true. Uh, I'm reminded of Kierkegaard uh, long ago said, there's two ways to be fooled. One is to, is to believe something is true that's not true. And the other way to be fooled is to not believe something is true. Is, is, is true. So um, forget about the words divine presence and just look at, do you think um, there's a, a greater power in the universe than you? Do you believe in anything that's bigger than you and your ego? And every time I've explored that with, with another person, it's always opened up to, <clears throat> if you pay attention, yeah, there's something bigger than you. I mean, just start with your breath. Mm -hmm. Something big. You don't right. have to create your breath. Yeah, something bigger <clears throat> you created it. So you don't have to bring in any terms of divinity or spirituality or anything. Just deal with the truth of what is. Mm -hmm. And you'll see there's more going on. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I I really started thinking. I mean, I've always thought just because I've always believed because of my time out in nature and in ceremonies with you and <clears throat> um, you know some of your indigenous mentors that Nicole and I were so blessed to be able to spend time with too. Like I've always felt there's this energy that connects us all. Some you know call it God, Goddess, Divine Wisdom, whatever it is. There's this bigger energy, and then. And then I remember when I got pregnant with my son, like thinking like, God, how many times people in the world just have sex and no babies created. And then all of a sudden, oh my God, there's like this little baby on its way. And I, I just had this image of this like gold energy just being like blown into me and like, here's this new life on its way now. And like, what an incredible gift that is. And so I think that was like a key moment in my life where just feeling like there's, there's, <clears throat> there's a bigger energy out there than, than I can um, ever think that I know completely. 
bigger energy out there, bigger energy in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that goes back to finding our purpose. Um, so I have a, one more question that someone asked us. How, how are you doing on timing? Me? Yeah. I'm good. We're, you know, we're good. going down south to see some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but it kind of, but this next question actually really ties in with where we were going about if you don't believe, you know, in, in some bigger presence, but, um, but someone um, asked if I don't believe in a God or even a higher power, and I'm interested in doing a plant medicine ceremony, I wonder how much of God is in a shamanic ceremony, or do I have to believe in a higher power to have a good shamanic experience? Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> you don't have to believe in God or spirit at all, uh, because my first uh, psychedelic experience, uh, mid-66, I think, with LSD, um, I was a, a committed atheist and a cynic, um, political radical, bitter about the system, angry, up, uptight, and thought, uh, like Marx said, the religion was the opiate of the masses, you know, people who believe in, you know, they're, they're you know that's ridiculous it's, they're just fooling themselves so you couldn't get any more you know rigid than me in in terms of non-belief you know those people are fools are being manipulated they're going to church or synagogue or whatever it is it's ridiculous get a life man so uh and then all of a sudden i go into the my interest in the lsd was a psychology major was to explore the unconscious and when i and i read for a year because i was so fearful about what might be in my unconscious. It took me a year to prepare for that journey and reading and talking and doing the research. And, and a lot of the research of people's accounts was, was about their experience with the numinous, with spirit. And I would just write that off in my mind and say, that's that's just hallucination. That's crap old. I'm just interested in the unconscious. And then I go and I take this experience, I take this, this sacred medicine and uh, boom, it totally trans blows out the fuse box of, of uh, ego identity is, is totality of what's what's going on and the unconscious is just the human just totally blew out the fuse box and it, it, it retrospect you know it expanded the, um, the the bandwidth of consciousness to a higher deeper and and wider um, bandwidth of, of awareness as compared to uh, the what Aldous Huxley called the reducing valve of the infinite energy in the universe only a little for the human body to survive on earth you can only handle a certain amount of that energy most relevant to how to respond to the conditions of earth environment so it could survive so uh, a numinous experience opens up that bandwidth to more uh, uh, more consciousness that it's not just about surviving it's about thriving we've survived to this point all or, or through our pathology of perception of relief and separation, we've created a situation with the climate catastrophes. We may not survive, it's up for grabs. We're going through this rite of, rite of passage, but it's, it's testing us all to, to wake up and, and increase that brand, bandwidth of consciousness to recognize our interconnectedness so we can cooperate with each other around the world and, and, the, and the other beings of life and the ocean and the sky and the air and the earth. Uh, to create a nourishing, sustainable, just, peaceful, um, happy world, which we have the potential to do. So here we are all in this um, challenging situation to wake up, wise up, and 
live love now hi thank you thank you thank you um so could you um we've gotten good feedback that people like you leading us through visualizations which i love because i i remember as a little kid you leading nicole and i in visualizations and i still do so um so since we've been talking a lot about <coughs> internal energy and power whether or not there's a bigger power than us out in the world um and you know finding your purpose and, and walking a good heart path could you lead us on a little visualization about connecting with energy positive energy in ourselves or the bigger universe however one chooses to do that um to feel like we're staying on a path with our purpose this week okay well what you're asking for has to do with our awareness and um most of us has, do I right now have our eyes open? And so we're able to take in with awareness what our eyes, eyes see. And uh, I'm remembering lame deer, a, a Lakota medicine man saying, we need to learn how to see with our eyes closed. So in terms of your question and seeking guidance uh, in response to it, let me just invite us to go inside, to close our eyes and shut off the access to external stimuli and open our awareness to what we see in side with our eyes closed, just noticing what we see in our awareness with our eyes closed. And I don't know how it is for you, but what I see is like a field of darkness with light in it. There's light in that field of darkness. The darkness is like the background and yet there's light. There's like pinpoints of light sparkling in the darkness. That's the best way I can describe it. And I wondered about that, how that was, where that light was coming from. How could there be light that I'm seeing inside with my eyes closed and no access to the external light coming from father, son or a light bulb or whatever. And so I did some reading about that. And my understanding is, and may or may not be correct, I was got to question my understanding is that um, the nerve cells in our retina continue firing when, when our eyelids are closed. And so there, it's through that firing that, that photons of light are, are created. And that's what we're, we're uh, seeing on the inner plane with our eyes closed to the external. And where do the photons originally come from, you might say? Well, again, my understanding is, is uh, the photonic light that, that empowers life on our planet comes from Father, from the sun, Father, the sun, pouring the, and absorbed by plants and animals eat the plants and we eat both and, and uh, stardust uh, that come to earth and, and uh, our bodies made of stardust, that photonic light and atoms that exploded in the uh, and in, in the stars to create the building blocks of our body and we're fueled by that light and so just noticing however you experience the light inside of you opens awareness to there's more going on than we know about in our conscious mind i i don't know how to create uh firing in my retinal cells when my eyelids are closed do you i don't know how to consciously do that if that was up to me but there's a wisdom inside of me through billions of years of evolutionary process on this planet mother earth that produces uh, 
manifest creates uh, you and I as as um, self reflexive uh, beings. We can we can we can do exactly what we're doing right now. Bring our awareness to reflect on on the contents of our awareness, consciousness. And so to me, it's a reminder of a direct experience of what I'm having right now. There's more going on here than, than uh, my ego identity and, and what it knows. And so opening, opening my awareness to that larger uh, consciousness, whatever you want to call it, however you want to envision it or label it or, label it or not label it, no thing from the Eastern religions or Buddhism, no thing, nothing. Uh, it's energy dancing, it's not things. So opening up to that larger energy that we're a part of, we're embedded in, it's, it's in us. And on the deepest level of our being, there's no separation, there's oneness and, and uh, unity. And just opening up to experiencing that in our, in our bodies with our awareness. Well, just noticing it, breathing it in with gratitude for giving you life. And with awareness, letting go that designed into the system is wisdom of being able to release with every breath out energy that doesn't serve our healing, our wellness, our peace, our joy, the flow of our creativity, the strengthening of our immune systems and high level wellness, letting go whatever stands in the way of that thoughts, feelings, energy, sensations, breathing it out, letting it go. Gratitude for the design of this system that that our spirits, our, 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 our awareness is living in these bodies. So, so much to be grateful for by just simply bringing our awareness to paying attention to the truth of what we're experiencing in the moment, what our awareness is aware of in the moment. Taking that in with gratitude and bringing our awareness down to our hearts to reflect on what is it on this day and that you can carry forward in the week coming that's going to best serve your fullest blossom and greatest good what focuses of attention what beliefs what behaviors and i don't know about you but for me uh 78 years of living on mother earth so far i i uh, notice my quality of experiencing being alive in the moment goes up when i try to open myself to attunement and communion with the wisdom power of the universe flowing through me and into me with each breath. So may we all go forward this, this day. Blessings on this day. Thank you for the blessings of your life. Blessings on your life, health and happiness, peace, walking the good heart path road to completion. And, and uh, by listening to our heart, we, we, we find in, uh, our purpose. Uh, bottom line of which is to wake up, wise up, and live love now. And the good news is you get to listen inside yourself to the deeper wisdom inside of you about what that means. What does it mean to me to wake up this day and this week? What does it mean to me to wise up? What is wisdom? And what does it mean to live love now? What does it mean to me and my integrity to be in loving relationship with myself, the fullness and the totality and the wholeness of my being? And and to uh, and to live love now in, in the context of, of the challenges of, of today's times. What does it mean to live 
love now and wake up, wise up and live love now. May we, may we all be strengthened through our joining here today. Thank you, Kimberly and Nicole, for helping make this happen. And all of you listening, may we be strengthened in our ability to be open ourselves and be channels for the infinite light and love, which is the essence of our being, for the healing of the sacred who. Oh, thank you thank you um can i ask one more someone asked a question in in the comments can i yes. have time pardon me yeah, yeah no, make time. um <clears throat> uh the question is how did you accept this new knowledge um i think this is in reference to when you had your first psychedelic experience um mm -hmm. how did you accept this new knowledge when you believed differently your whole life well, it wasn't a matter of me either either accepting it. It was the, the power of the experience. It's like uh, the metaphor it just blew out the fuse box, it just blew out the fuse box of illusion into the truth of what is. And and that old saying, you know, the truth will set you free. All of a sudden, I'm experiencing a, a, a level of reality that I had absolutely no clue about. And so I'm experiencing it. And my teacher is my experience. So I'm, I'm in it. I'm experiencing it. I see the infinite and feel the infiniteness of it, the bliss of it, the joy of it, and uh, of knowing that oneness, uh, which is the deepest essence of my being. So it wasn't even an acceptance. It was like the, the contents of the previous thought system were just blown apart into oblivion. And what was left there is a lot of illuminating light, having shed its, its imprisonment was, was the bliss of knowing that infinite uh, love light consciousness. That's the essence of our being. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, I appreciate this so much. And um, really, I love seeing the comments and, and seeing where people are coming from um, geographically and emotionally and everything. So thank you all so much for joining us today. And um, thank you, um, Dad, for sharing your wisdom. And thank you to your teachers. Oh, oh. Yeah. Um, and uh, may each of us be a love light this coming week. Maybe so. Oh, okay. yours. All right. Um, tell your friends, spread the word, Let's build our community here of, of bringing through more light on Shamanic Sundays. So. Yeah, don't forget to check out the, the, the retreat Kimberly's doing for women to nourish and support <laughs> the beauty of the feminine. The thank world. you for sending that out last week. Yeah, thank you. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Take Bye. care. Thanks again for joining us today. Make sure to check back regularly for more inspiration. And if you enjoyed this, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review on Apple Podcasts telling us what you learned. Also share it with a friend via text or email. Remember, most of all, you are a sacred, worthy, luminous being, and we are so thrilled to share this regenerative journey with you. 